Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 17th day of August. I'm your host, Paul White. We shift gears here at the DDP. We've been doing book by book, First and Second Timothy. We concluded that. Today, we start something new, and we do so for the next few weeks. Give me a little break here at the end of the summer. We are going to air a never-before-released version of our 2018 book, Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. And that version, of course, is an audio version. I sat down in December of 18 and read the entire book. Uh, We never did anything with it. We were looking at putting it uh, on the website. We were looking at releasing it to Audible. We may still do those things. In fact, we probably will release all the audio material behind the paywall available at paulwhiteministries.com additional content where you can get some things that have never been released before. As we conclude it here on the podcast, we'll go place those there. There are seven segments. There's an introduction, which we're going to do for the next few days, and then there are six chapters. And each day, I will just come on here and do five or ten seconds of intro and then go at it. That way, you're in the flow. If you're going back and listening to the podcast in bulk, because I know some people do, especially when something like this is being aired, won't have a ton of stuff at the top and bottom. At the end every day, I will just give you a conclusion really quick, and then you'll be on your way. So you can come back every day and just jump right into the flow from where we left off the day before. So with no further delay, let's begin from our 2018 book, Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. The, the print version is available at paulwhiteministries.com slash store or at Amazon or anywhere else you're ordering books online. Here is the beginning of our introduction. Introduction. Every life needs meaning. Meaning gives definition to the things that matter to us. And when life meets us with chaos and confusion, what sustains us will be our commitment to the things that matter. What matters to me are those whom God has given to me, which are my family and those closest to my heart. I'm sure you feel the same. We each take our love for what matters and channel it into our meaning for living. My meaning is wrapped up in the call and the gift to present the good news of Christ and His finished work. My family matters to me, thus my meaning is wrapped up in them, and I want them to dwell in the best possible version of the world. I believe an understanding of the good news of God's love and grace will provide for that world, and thus I find myself passionate to release God's children into the knowledge of the liberty that He has paid for. As sons and daughters of God, I believe that we matter to the heart of our Father. When He wrapped Himself in flesh and became a man, Jesus gave meaning to what matters. When life met Him with chaos and confusion, we mattered so much to Him that moving forward became His meaning. His desire to create for us a better world on the other side of the cross with an empty tomb and limitless possibilities moved him forward through his own passion. Love and grace have provided the liberty we so desperately needed, and we are now, finally, coming to realize that it is ours, free of charge. In this hour, I believe the Father has called me to be an evangelist to the evangelized, teaching believers about who they are in Christ Decades of church experience has convinced me that many of us are functioning day-to-day with the mentality of a servant rather than the identity of a son. We're constantly working for God, hoping to be used by Him. At the end of the day, we hope, pray, and cross our fingers that we've done enough to please God. Our day could have been so much richer and fuller 
if we had only lived as sons and daughters, having received what he's done for us. Sonship as a doctrine is often attacked on the premise that such a message will produce a lazy church. I would agree with that premise if it were merely a doctrine. However, the concept of sons and daughters is more than a doctrine. It is the key to proper identity in Christ. It is within the context of relationship that display when father is home, the children feel free while the servants feel nervous. A liberated people, full of identity, will create a free church, and a free people will always produce more than a people in bondage. There will be more production that comes out of a house full of sons and daughters than could ever come from a house full of servants. John 11.44 And he who had died came out bound, hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. In the ministry entrusted to me, I take serious the previous injunction of Jesus. When he raised Lazarus from the dead, he looked to his disciples and to those closest to Lazarus to loose him and let him go. Jesus did not remove the grave clothes off of resurrected people, but he has entrusted that job to us. He has finished the work in giving resurrection life, a job we can never do, to all those who believe. Our role is to release our brothers and sisters from the guilt, shame, and condemnation that emanates from this world, from the enemy, and from religion. In reality, we are often releasing the same people whom we have previously helped to bind These characteristics manifest as grave clothes that cover people, trapping them and making movement impossible. Their hands of creativity are stifled by failed performance, their feet of mobility held motionless by fear, their ears unable to hear due to a misled desire to work for their favor, their eyes covered from seeing truth due to the blindfold of their own failures. The list goes on and on. This could be part of what Jesus meant when he breathed on his disciples and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose ever sins you remit, they are remitted. Whose ever sins you retain, are retained. John 20, verses 22 and 23. Jesus wasn't giving his disciples the ability to wash away sins, but rather he was giving them the ability to help people to retain or to be released from the condemnation that comes with sin. Every time we open our mouths, we have the awesome power to bind or release someone. You have the power to slap them with guilt, shame, and condemnation. You have the power to make them feel as if they haven't lived up to certain demands or worked hard enough for their favor or done enough to please God as if they're not slaving hard enough for the Father. Equally, you have the power to present the love of the Father manifested through the cross You have the power to set hearts at ease with the truth that grace is enough and that the blood works on their behalf. You have the power to give people an identity as part of God's family through faith in Christ. That's all the time we're going to take today. That's the very beginning of the introduction of Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. We'll jump right there tomorrow on the DDP. Hope you have a great day. God bless.